Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Oh, it's late Sunday evening, and we're recording as per the usual. Well, we'd been pretty good the last few weeks about doing it during his nap, but today you had more important things to do. Yes, in honor of the late great Sean Connery, I decided to finally build the Aston Martin DB5 Lego set that I've had sitting for, what, two and a half years, three years? Something like that. Came out in 2017, so yeah, three years. Yeah. Um, you were you were engrossed in it. Yeah, mostly because I don't have a phone that works anymore, and thanks to uh, Apple's account recovery situation, I seemingly won't have one that works again until November fourteenth. That's so crazy. If you're listening to this, and you're a friend or a loved one, and you thought I was bad at answering texts before. Oh, baby. So, to get around, like, just wanting to listen to podcasts in the car, 
yes, Saturday, I had to uh, take the old phone, Bluetooth that, do a hot spot on the new phone so that the old phone could get a signal, Wi-Fi, from the new phone. And, uh, yeah, I can't, like, do, I can't do anything. Because everything was purchased under the old, that account that I've had since, I don't know, 1998. And you you just forgot your Apple ID password? I have to change, I change them so frequently because of the one time I was hacked. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're all variations of a similar password. And I just like was like trying to download. Someone sent me something at work. And it was, I was I tried to look at it like, you need the app to look at this. I was like, oh, fuck. So I tried to download it. It wouldn't let me. Putting the wrong password in. I was like, I'll change the password again. Changed it. It was in the middle of the day. At work. And then... I don't remember what that was. Oh, no. So that is the catalyst. I've, I've, I have not had a phone upgrade from Apple go smoothly since 2009. Yikes. Stupid. It really is very annoying, especially now that I don't won't get access till 2010. 20 but november 14th (sighs) anyway what's new everybody henry's 18 month appointment was this week i got to go because i worked super late the night before so our call time was super late so that worked out henry's uh just a little baby bundle of baby he's not so little though i mean he seems little to me because he's a baby he's a little boy yeah He's a toddler. He is a toddler. He's a real toddler. Yeah, he's toddling. And now he's figured out how to make himself dizzy. So, And that is really fun. Yeah, he likes to spin around looking up at the ceiling. <laughs> and then collapse and on then the fall, floor. And then fall onto the <laughs> rug. Um, he's loving his learning tower. What's that? The kitchen thing. Oh, I thought it was called something else. I thought it was called like little partner that's the brand oh learning tower guys henry has a learning tower which is essentially just a wooden platform he can climb up on and it's got like a handrail and he can be at the level of the counter he loves it so that it's just a fun game of keep away all the sharp objects (laughs) all the food Uh. it's less learning and more like playing whack-a-mole but he does get to like help, help, quote unquote. Yeah, he helped make French toast. Yeah. On Saturday, and he helped make brownies today. And uh, yeah, it's going all right. So, yeah. Do you have any more updates on the 18 month thing? Um, I don't just know. that your moms pay more attention than his. <laughs> I was like, well, I was like having, I had to go to work, and I was like trying to like think about that and yeah then, and all of a sudden i was like get a flu shot and i was like okay but like i have to leave five minutes ago and they brought in a flu shot yeah and they stabbed me in the arm and then well just to catch everyone up last week we attempted 
to get Matt a flu shot after we recorded I at think, Target. No, they, they knew that. That was between recordings. That was? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So there was no attempt made to go back to Target. Right. As right. we all thought there may not be. Yeah. And then conveniently, the pediatrician's office was like, Do either of you need a flu shot? And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> so that was good. And then Henry got his flu shot and his last hepatitis A shot. So hopefully he won't get that. And his doctor called him Thor. Yes. He's like a little baby Thor. Because he's big and strong. And blonde with a pony with a man bun. Yeah. <laughs> so I got him a Mjolnir, which he uh, was half into for 14 seconds. And then was like, no. He's more into trucks. He's more into trucks and boxes. Yep. Um, but. He was into the helicopter, especially as soon as as soon as I explained that it was a caca. Yeah. He was like, oh. Yeah, he liked that. <laughs> Really very, very toy-heavy weekend for the kid. I know. And I was like, oh, Christmas is supposed to be a thing, too. What are we doing? Well. Turn into those parents that have, like, eight miles of toys. No. Yeah, it seems like it. No. Especially, like, when you're in his playroom and he's, like, he wants more stuff out of the sh- closet. And you're like, what else could you possibly want? I always just say to him, Henry, we have enough toys out. We're not I say anymore. that. Yeah, so that's it. He deals. Yeah. But, I mean, no, it's not like he's... He's not like as adamant as he is when there's a dog poop on the ground. (laughs) Did you guys know that Henry is a poop patrol person? He really is obsessed with dog (laughs) poop in the sense that like he must let everyone know that it's he's he's found it. And that it needs to be picked up. He's great at not touching it. Thank God. That is true. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah. And if you, and if you don't do it, then he's going to be very angry. And Bo was a little sick this morning on the driveway, so there was a there was a mess that I had to clean up that I Henry was like so angry about, but it he took was, so long to clean because I had to pressure wash it. Yeah. So but Henry Henry was very adamant about cleaning it up. Yeah, I was just inside trying to trying to assemble an ejector seat, <laughs> and I was like, honey. Henry is, he won't leave. <laughs> and I had to take the pressure washer out and go to town. Uh, yeah, I cleaned it up. And then I was like trying to put away the pressure washer. And then I just hear the baby yelling. And I'm like, can you go see what he's probably found more dog poop? Sure enough. <laughs> found more dog poop. He found two more poops. Oh my God. <laughs> We've been like going on the other side of the house. You know, mm-hmm. in a big circle around the house, and we yep. never go on that side of the house. Mm-hmm. And there were, we found two dog poops on that <gasps> side. He was not at a happy about it. Wow. <laughs> he also patrols the park when he and Holly go. Yeah. He's a real, uh, what would you say, uh, stickler for uh, whatever that municipal code is. Yeah, you you pick must up pick poop. up dog yeah. poop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could work for the city in that. I'd like him to Halloween. He was a recycling bin. Speaking yep. of working for the city, yeah. I so. mean, it was a it was a interpretation of a recycling bin. Look, I think it was. You know, he's just team recycling. You know. Yeah, I got him bright blue pajamas. 
like the color of a blue recycling bin. And then I got a decal, a recycling decal, and put it on the shirt. And it was cute. And he had it on for like close to an hour, and then he realized he could peel off the decal. Yep. And then it was over. And then it was done. Uh, what else is there to catch people up on? Let's see. I uh, You finished another cycle. Uh, of of work, not yep. IVF. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I meant of work. <laughs> yep. You uh, did a round of IVF. Yeah. No, I finished. Uh, we shot three more. Go back for two, and then Thanksgiving, and then two, and then Christmas. Is that right? Can't be right. I think it's right. No. Yeah, no, it's a two, two, three. Really? Two, two, yeah. According to the, you you have the wrong dates, by the way. Oh, I do? As I told you when I sent it to you, I was like, this is preliminary. Never go by this. Okay. And yet she's booking things left and right. You know, all the uh, excursions to nowhere because we're in a pandemic. What are you talking about? I've, <laughs> I haven't booked anything. Um, anyway. What's going on with you, Dory? What is going on with me? Well, I got to tell you, not a whole lot. I, I think I've perfected my challah recipe. Yes. Four weeks in, five weeks in. I made two very nice challahs on Friday. One raisin, one plain. Uh-huh. Yeah, we used the raisin, no, the plain one for French toast on the weekend. Yeah, it was very good French Seems toast. Seems to be what we do every Saturday, everybody. So, in case well, you're wondering. you know, rituals are important. There's not a lot going on here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in my brain. Yep, in your brain. Um... And I made some brownies today. Yeah. From an America's Test Kitchen mm-hmm. uh, recipe. Yeah. They, I had to throw out like the middle, the middle ones. They were too gooey. Okay. And they, they, they like, they kind of stuck to the foil, even though I had greased it. Okay. So I don't know. I feel like I need to tweak the recipe or something. I also think our oven is not right. Well, great. it's supposed to be getting fixed. Yeah, this it's getting week. fixed on Tuesday. I don't know that that will do anything to the actual what temperature it, I know. it is and holds. I know. Uh, I also realized I should have. I usually like rotate the stuff I'm baking because the oven doesn't cook evenly, doesn't mm-hmm. bake evenly, and mm-hmm. I forgot to do that. So I feel like that could have affected things a little bit. Um. I was having a conversation about uh, about you know the second kid situation uh-huh. with uh, Shy over at the uh, guitar store. You know my friend, yep, your friend, buddy friend that owns the guitar store. Um, and he was saying like he went. He's like, he's like, let me give you the name of this Chinese doctor in Pasadena. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I've sent 10 people there, and 9 out of 10, 10 of them have gotten kids from it. Okay. And he's like... Is he an IVF, is this an IVF doctor? Is it Eastern medicine. Oh, I see. You know, he'll just send you home with $600 of vitamins every month. Oh, I see. And then, you know, it's supposed to work. Okay. I was like, I'll bring it up. Wait, 
Is he saying I should go or you should go? Uh, we. Oh, we should go. You know, and then I, you know, I, uh, assuming, I mean, obviously, it seems like I'm the problem, so. He'll probably just give me some some sweet, sweet vitamins for uh, <laughs> sperm. But will you take them? Oh, that's a, that's an extra question. I don't know. Yeah. Not out of like a desire not to take them. Mm-hmm. Just out of a genuine forgetfulness mm. thanks to some severe ADHD. Um, yeah. Does Shy, how many kids does Shy have? Two. two. One, yeah. one exactly as old as Henry. How does he feel about having two? <laughs> he doesn't feel great about it. Really? He's like, I mean, he feels like he loves his kids and sure. he's like, but like, he's like, but your life is not your life and you're just like, it's just the kids, just the kids, just the kids. He's like, but, you know, your wife wants one, so you'll have another one. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, mm, interesting. I, I, well, we said we weren't going to talk about it. I know. But, but you brought it up. I brought it up because I talked about it yesterday to mm. someone. So when you, how did you feel coming out of that conversation? The same? Well, I mean, like, this sounds cheaper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, so this would be instead of IVF. Uh-huh. Oh, I see. I mean, not instead of, but like, I would certainly try to do that before I did another round. Sounds silly, doesn't it? A little bit. All right. Don't write in about this. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for hearing me and I mean, accepting me as a person. You know, I think if I think if I were five years younger, I would say, sure, Let's let's try it. Yeah. But. Well, there's nothing. I mean, as far as like the sperm improving, there's not a ton that I can do uh, outside of the supplements and diet change. And then the, um, and then like maybe the varicosity surgery, which doesn't improve it enough for me to really want to go under for it. Yeah. I hear that. So, I'll tell you what. We'll see what happens this week in the world. Okay. <laughs> and then maybe I would be more open to discussing. All right. Uh, let's just, you know, it's, a, it's kind of a wait and see week, you know? Hey, I hear you. Just, just let's all figure it out, everybody. Yeah. And don't forget to be cool with each other. All right. Now that I've given my words of wisdom. (laughs) Matt's words of wisdom. Don't forget to pre-order Dory's book. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Dory Shapiro. That's Linktree. You could do so there. Don't forget to leave your Apple Podcast reviews, and you can join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups. I don't know why I still say forward slash. And then, uh, of course, it's an excellent adventure. Our website, excellentadventure.com. You can support the show on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash excellentadventure. Our Twitter is at excellentpod. And our email, of course, Dory and Matt at Gmail and Matt and Dory at Gmail. Our phone number, 413-461-BABY. You can also email us a voice memo. Yes. Which... You know, lots of people are doing now. Popular. Popular popular option. option. All right, we'll be right back. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is. That's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out, uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item that's right every time you buy their socks tees or underwear you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness to date bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting i mean bombas can make returns easy as well uh, i don't know why you'd return anything because what <laughs> but they do have a 100 percent happiness guarantee so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those like, you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okie dokie, we're back. Bo is still here. He's decided that whatever is on the floor is his now. All right. This first email is from Hazy, mm-hmm. who writes, Hello, Matt and Dory and Henry and Bo. Mm. Thanks for your dedication to us, the listeners. You're welcome. I wanted to respond to the woman whose friend has experienced multiple miscarriages. She sounds like an incredible friend. As someone who has also experienced pregnancy losses three in a year and a half, I am so glad to hear that someone who is struggling has such a loving and considerate friend. I wanted to add a few of my own thoughts. First, 
In the immediate wake of the loss, food is so appreciated. I think there's a reason that food is something people bring when someone loses a loved one and a miscarriage is just that. In general, I think it's helpful to think about pregnancy loss in similar terms to the death of a loved one. Send flowers, sympathy cards, bring food, not, how, not sure how this looks in COVID times, etc. Second, don't be afraid to bring up the lost babies. She may want to talk about them and not feel like it's something she can bring up in conversation. And thirdly, be aware that the grief will continue for a long time, perhaps forever. Thanks again for a great pod. Thank you, Hazy. Um, I do I do just also want to say, though, that like the, ex- I, the experience of miscarriage does really vary. Like I think... Yeah, person to person yeah. And, and, and sort of, uh, I think... Gonna hinge a lot on their personality, right? Like some people might feel weird about getting sympathy cards and flowers for a miscarriage. Other people might really welcome that. So I think, yeah, you know, it's just it is like what Matt was saying. You kind of have to know your audience. But I think these are all good and thoughtful suggestions. I'll tell you who doesn't know their audience: me. What do you mean? I don't understand you guys yet. Still trying to figure it out. Four years in. Yep. Okay. Um. What else was I gonna say regarding that? I don't know. Nor do I. Hmm. Over to you, Dory Shafir. Well, we got um another. We got a a voicemail uh about this same topic. That I would like to play. Oh, I will uh, let me know when you're ready because I, I have not even turned that on. Find it. Nope. In the meantime, if anyone has any advice on where to get, you know, candles that don't smell terrible, let me know. Why can't I find that? It's okay, honey. I'm talking about candles right now. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, um, I oh, I like oh, the no. candles from the. Um, Magic Candle Company, you know, because they do like Disney smells, and my favorite is the one that smells like the Pirates of the Caribbean, aka the chemical bromine that's used to uh, clean the water in most theme park rides. But you know, beyond that, I just it's like it's very. Wait, how did you feel about the how did you feel about the spruce candle? I I liked the spruce one quite a bit. So why don't we get some more from there? This is like this is seventeen dollars. Uh huh. You know, and this is, I don't know how many hours of burn this is. It's an eight ounce candle. Yeah. So. You know, and I feel like the Yankee candle people, mm-hmm. they, they're a little, their scents are a little strong. You know, Target actually has some really nice scents. Called, I remember one scent they had called Martha's Vineyard and it smelled like urine. Literally. Yeah. Smelled like, it was very, I got, I a, very I got a holiday spruce candle from Target and it smells really nice. Maybe the next time I'm at Target. You're also not a big scented candle person. That is not true. I disagree. I like a scented candle. You're always like, oh, I hate this. I just don't like, I don't like the Pirates of the Caribbean smell. How dare you? I'm sorry. I just have to speak my truth. Your truth hurts me. I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, All right. That feels like, by the way, a subscription box waiting to happen. I'm sure there are candle subscription boxes. What would it be called? Candleton? <laughs> Head to Candletown every week Ugh. with Candleton, the subscription box you for know, candles. It's so funny you brought up Yankee Candle because 
there is there's a I was gonna get you a Yankee candle advent calendar, but you can only get it in the UK. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because I guess I guess the UK is like really advent calendar crazy. Like this is a thing that started happening a few years ago. Like all these like beauty companies and like various other places are really into advent calendars. And so Yankee Candle makes an advent calendar, but they only sell it in the UK. <laughs> Look, advent calendars aren't strange. I mean, we have had No, of course not. But like gajillions of them. But, but usually it's chocolate. Right. But now there's a whole trend now where like like there's so many advent calendars you can get like at Sephora. Really? Yes, with like beauty items. So and like different, like 24 different... Uh, like a serum, like a lipstick, like all that stuff. And then there's like, there's really expensive ones. Like Diptyque now has a advent calendar that costs like $400. Like advent calendars have become like such a crazy thing. Um, Is that... Uh, what is that? Is that true? I mean, because yes. it feels like it might be like just in your in your in your ecosphere, in your Twitter sphere. I know you think that, but <laughs> I typed in bromine candle, and 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 one of the ones that came up was uh, shooting range candle, gunpowder, and spent brass. <laughs> I'm telling you, there <laughs> Which, is. By a... the way, doesn't sound bad. There is a advent calendar for everyone. Well, I mean, like, is there an advent calendar? Again, subscription box, guys. An advent calendar subscription box or a candle subscription box? Both. Like, what if you had an advent calendar subscription box every month? You, you got, got an advent, an advent calendar? calendar. Uh, oh, I could just get a bromine floater spa sanitizer and just drop that in a tub. Okay, here. This is from The Strategist. And so it's an article about the best beauty advent calendars to buy this year. So weird. And they write, while advent calendars have been popular since the Victorian era, the beauty advent calendar craze is relatively recent and originated in the UK. According to one London-based expert, we're very inclined to trust. The catalyst for luxury advent calendars, specifically beauty ones, was in 2014 when department store Liberty released a calendar to coincide with the relaunch of its beauty hall, explains Alva Malone, the senior editor over at Strategist UK. I know her because she used to work at BuzzFeed UK. Beauty writer Daniela Morosini, who also lives in the UK, agrees people would queue around the clock, around the block to get them. I remember seeing endless lines outside Liberty as early as 6 a.m. What? Morosini adds that the boom of beauty influencers then brought what was a kind of niche product to a much wider audience. Now, most beauty brands and retailers offer advent calendars for the holiday shopping season, both here and across the pond. It's kind of like the sneakerhead or hype beast community. People will wait all year for the drop and want to be first in line. Adds Morosini, which is why they tend to sell out fast. You are so skeptical of me. Uh, well, I didn't realize. I mean, look, the, the UK usually does Christmas right. Everybody mm. else sort of like, you know. I mean, look, we're just, it's the holidays pretty much. We've just taken it from Charles Dickens. Mm, true. True. So it's it's it's, I mean not the holiday, but like you know all the, all the trimmings. Yep. As it were. Yep. 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 All right. Well, let's get back to the pod. I liked that little pod digression. <laughs> I did too. It was nice. Continue. We're gonna get back to miscarriage. Boy. Here we go. 
Hey, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. This is Catherine in New Jersey. I've called in a couple of times about the uterine septum, and I was also the early on emailer um, who had a miscarriage during vacation. Um, Anyway, I wanted to reach out to you all to respond to the listener who is looking for advice in supporting her friend through recurrent pregnancy loss. Um, And I just wanted to echo what you all were saying. She's already doing a great job being an empathetic and caring friend. I also had three losses in a row, uh, rapid fire, which was, um, you know, just devastating and one of the hardest, most challenging times of my life. But I found that by the time we got to the third loss, people just stopped really caring. It became part of the norm. And so the fact that this friend is even thinking and caring and reaching out is really wonderful. Um, I also agree with Dory, those text messages that just drop in and say, hey, I'm thinking of you, no need to respond, is really, really nice to know that there's somebody out there who is thinking of you um, without putting on any pressure to engage. Um, So that's really wonderful. A couple of other ideas I have. Uh, Food is always great. You can always send... um, you know, a meal to them, uh, or you can send a DoorDash gift card or Uber Eats or whatever. Um, while, you know, they may be past the point of the immediate trauma of the loss, just one last time of having to worry about food can be a great relief at any point of the grieving process. And then another idea would be to just send along to your friend anything that you found funny or fun or amusing, whether it be a meme or a podcast, a great book recommendation, movie, TV show, something to distract your friend for a few moments um, and bring a little bit of light into her life is always greatly appreciated. And actually, you guys were talking about a candle that stayed lit overnight. Oopsie. But actually, a candle is a really great idea. I always found um, when I hit my um, expected due date or the anniversary of when I had a loss, I would light a candle and just spend a few minutes thinking about that child that I lost and just being in that moment. Um, And there's something really beautiful about having the light of a candle to do that by. So actually sending your friend a candle with a little note um, about that could be a really nice uh, gesture as well. So those are just a few ideas, Matt. Please go get your flu shot. Um, I did. you guys are staying safe and healthy. And thanks again for the podcast. It's uh, one of the highlights of my week. Take care. Wait, that's so weird because I totally forgot that her voicemail also mentioned candles. By the way, if we are not the most on-topic podcast ever, get out. <laughs> um, I think that's going to be my answer to every question on the podcast this week. Candles? Yeah. Maybe you get a scented candle. It smells like the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Except if you're giving it to me. <laughs> Except if Dory is a recipient. If Dory is a recipient, <laughs> it must smell sort of like a Douglas fir, faintly. Not necessarily. Uh-huh. What? What is your favorite fake scent? I like a fig candle. Fig? Yeah. Huh. I, I also like a sandalwood. Of like all the manufactured scents in the world, that's that's the one. I like a fig. I like an amber what does amber smell like? It smells like amber. 
What? I like a I like a sandal. petrified syrup. <sighs> I or like sap? you know I do I do I I do like a woodsy candle. You're right. Um, I also really like the scent of jasmine. Uh, okay. All right. Just taking notes for your advent calendar, you know. Oh, thank you. I'm get Dory a candle advent calendar <laughs> from the New Yankee Workshop. <laughs> Let me call the elves. <laughs> All right. Guys, we will be right back. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. We're back. Still no consensus on what smell is the best. You would say you're Pirates of the Caribbean. I like that one a lot. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't really fully smell like the actual ride. It smells like the the grove to me. Does it? Yeah, kind of. I don't mind that. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I worked there long enough. That's true. Um, I sometimes I like like a fake gingerbread candle. Mm. You know, I used like. Is there like a chai tea candle? I'm sure there is. Good, I think. I used to like vanilla. Then I went through a phase of not liking vanilla because I thought I it was like for super candle. basic. Get it out of my face. And recently I've gone back to being like, you know what? Vanilla actually smells really nice. Look, there's a reason things are basic. Yeah. You know, because people, the Mass majority like the thing yep. that's basic. Yeah. I got an apple candle from Trader Joe's that I've had in the bathroom. Uh, how is that? I've not smelled that. Really? Why aren't you lighting that? I am lighting it after oh. you poop. Oh, well, that's why I don't smell yep. it. I've been gone. I've been like... I'm like, I'm out of oh here. Oh, my God. Gotta light the candle. Oh, yeah. Like, you poop vanilla. I poop I poop jasmine. <laughs> Very heavy poop I poop, episode. I poop amber. <laughs> um, that's gotta hurt. We uh, don't know what it smells like, but I poop it. Bo... Bo's poop. We started with Bo's poop. We did. It is a very poop heavy episode. Candles and poop. Um, all right. Let's move on. This is from Maggie. Hi, Matt and Dory. I have premature ovarian failure. So my husband and I are pursuing IVF with donor eggs. We started with the clinic and donor agency in October 2019. We had two donors that didn't get through screening. Then the third screening was put on hold due to COVID. Our agency slash clinic is in Los Angeles as options for treatment are limited in my area. IVF was considered non-essential in California. The clinics finally reopened and the third donor made it past screening. I let myself get really excited. The donor is 24. Her numbers look good. I thought she would have lots of eggs retrieved. Retrieval was yesterday, October 25th. The doctor counted 25 follicles prior to the trigger shot. I talked with the doctor today. He said that there was a problem and that the eggs did not fertilize like he expected. So we have three. What does that mean? Like he expected. I had that exact question. Okay. So I know that the numbers drop off with each step, but I wasn't expecting the drop off to be so quick and steep. It's disappointing that even though this donor went through seemingly every screening imaginable, the doctor was to predict this. 
I don't totally understand. The doctor. Oh, it's probably that the doctor wasn't able to predict this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a question. Just feeling a lot of feelings. I'm learning so much with this process today. I learned that there can't be any any expectations and that there isn't such a thing as fair in this process either. Thank you for your podcast. It's helped me so much from Maggie and 1100 square feet in Iowa with a husband and silly golden doodle. Um, yeah, that's a lesson that you have to learn sometimes the hard way regarding expectations and reality and, and this, this, uh, fertility, uh, juggernaut. Sure. But yeah, expectation, managing expectations is your key to sanity. Yeah. And, uh, and, and and not, I would say always keep a positive attitude, but leave room to be pleasantly surprised. Yes, I agree with that. Um, Maggie, I'm sorry, that sucks. I hope you get some answers. Maybe seek out a second opinion. That's true. I know of a Chinese doctor in Pasadena. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to California anyway, I mean, maybe you want to go to Pasadena. I'll... Righty, we have a voicemail. Now, this the person who called in left two voicemails. I'm playing the second one that she left first. Whoa. I know. Here we go. It's bizarre. Hi again, Matt and Dory. This is Lauren. I'm the person who chose to call uh, to weigh in on my hot dog consumption. And I realized after I hung up that I actually do kind of have a a question or a signal I'd love to send out to the listeners. I have hypo, a type of hypogonadotrophic hypogonadism um, called Pullman's syndrome, which is really rare in women. I think it's more common than men. I'm a unique case, I guess, in that both um, of my siblings, one brother and one sister, also have it. And uh, I got genetic testing done that shows I have a 50% chance um, of passing it on, you know, to each egg or embryo should they be able to get any from me. So I've been treated for it for about a dozen years. I found out when I was in high school that I had it. Uh, And I'm just curious if any other female listeners have call-ins and have successfully undergone IVF and whether people decided to do embryo testing to eliminate the chance of passing it on or not. Um, it's kind of a thing my husband and I are weighing. We aren't quite ready to start the process, but we probably will in the next few years. And um, I just, I've never met another woman other than my sister who has it. And she's younger than me and, you know, not thinking about this yet. And so I just, would love to know if there's other women with Coleman's out there and if they have had success getting pregnant. Um, thanks again for the podcast. Uh, you all are great. Bye. Thank you. Is all right. Coleman? Col- I, yeah, I didn't Coleman's? totally understand what she was saying. But I bet if anyone out there has it, they know they what know. she's saying. Yes. So that, that signal has gone out. Thank you, Lauren. The signal has gone out. Yep. All right. Now, Lauren, why did you really call? Well, we'll get to that. Hey, gang, I know it's been a few weeks. Whoa. Later? Beyond right now? What? We're going to find out even later than right now? 
Yeah, we're going to find out in, oh a, in a few more minutes. But Sam oh from gosh. Kansas here with an update. Hi, Sam. As of me sending this email, I'm still teaching face-to-face, but cases are on the rise in our community. I had three students test positive several weeks ago, Yeek. all of whom have recovered and returned to school. Also, two more tested positive last Wednesday. They are still out of school, dealing with symptoms and recovering. Aye, aye, aye. It is a revolving door of who is out for the week and how can I accommodate them. Cases are continuing to rise throughout the community. I would be surprised if we are still meeting th- face-to-face at Thanksgiving. I'm staying fluid and trying not to get stressed. Something is changing every day. I stay primarily between school and its functions, my apartments, my apartment, trips to the grocery store at 10.30 p.m. and the occasional sunset walk around town. I see 138 kids daily. These kids have families. I don't want to put anyone any more at risk than we already are from simply being around each other. A lifestyle I would like to see more be accommodating to. We've lived with this for so long and we still have a long way to go. No dog or fish. I understand that I seem like a perfect candidate to have an aquarium, but they seem like an incredible amount of maintenance. Growing up, my dad had a saltwater tank and I remember what... Saltwater was... Saltwater is so much more maintenance than freshwater. What felt like weekend after weekend, he was elbow deep with filters and threading tubes around. However, I will not rule out the idea yet. At the least, there are some YouTube videos in my future. I'm also doing what I can to interact with friends and have appropriate social interactions amid the pandemic. I'm also facing the decision of whether or not to travel for Thanksgiving and the holidays. I spoke with my parents last weekend about the matter. I'm not traveling home for Thanksgiving if 45 has a second term. Mm -hmm. Regardless, I do not care to hear the problematic and misinformed opinions of my aunt, but a Biden win may silence her until the mashed potatoes make their way around the table. But with my possible absence, any suggestions for a solo Thanksgiving? I would prefer to not do some sad Thanksgiving meal alone in my apartment. Have either of you spent a holiday typically around family, but alone? What should I expect? How can I distract myself? Is it counterintuitive for me to take a weekend trip? I'm in Southwest Kansas. It's a three to five hour drive to all that Colorado has to offer. I never intend for these emails to be long, but once I get going, I get going. Keep the Henry updates coming. Also on a Henry note, his hair is getting so long. Any plans for a haircut in the future? I was a toddler with long hair, and all I wanted for my fifth birthday was a haircut. My mom cried the whole time as my curls fell to the floor. I say this every day. Best of luck with whatever you decide on what's next for your family. Sam from Kansas, he, him, 150 pounds, one to two vegan hot dogs in the last year. You remember you asked for yeah, people? Yeah, I'd like to know how many people, yes. like, like the amount of hot dogs eaten Yep. in mm-hmm. the last, you know. Well, Sam's eating a couple of vegan hot dogs. Uh, Sam, don't count. Get back to me when you have something <laughs> good. Uh, have, I've done I've done holidays by myself. Uh, never particularly fun. Um, and the things that I would recommend you can't really do right now. Like I have some suggestions. Go to the movies or something. I will say, like every bad show I've fallen in love with, like bad reality show, has been from a Thanksgiving marathon. Oh, interesting. Yes, go ahead. Um, I had two suggestions. One is to volunteer, maybe do some kind of like meals on wheels situation, delivering meals to people. Yeah, volunteer to get COVID. In oh my need. God, Dory. Honey. You are just a machine for giving out COVID. They, I think at this point they you leave them. You might as well hold an in-person rally They for leave yourself. them outside the door. There's no, there's no contact. All right. It's fine. Um, or some other sort of volunteer activity. Maybe you can like make food for people or something i don't know look look into what is available in your community that is that is covid safe um the other suggestion i had is to like plan a long hike that is of course weather dependent 
and seeing if there are hikes near you. But you said you're you're a three to five hour drive to Colorado. There's some nice hikes in Colorado. So I'm going to say hike or volunteer or both. And Matt says, watch bad reality TV. I say just fucking order some za, bra, maybe some cupcakes. Let's see what's on the Food Network. Um, and Inri Henry, uh, you know, it's funny you say that because I was thinking we'd let it grow until he decided he wanted a haircut. So kind of, you know. Opposite of Matt. Matt wants it like shaved off tomorrow. I don't want it shaved. I want it <laughs> trimmed so the poor kid could see. He can see. No, he can see only when we put him up in a pebbles, uh, you know, pony, straight up he ponytail. He likes his hair up. That's his signature look. He only likes it up because he cannot see. He likes it up. He likes it up because he can't see unless it's up. So that's now his signature look. It's not a signature look. It is... It, it is it is a negligent parent. That is not true. Who just needs to get a haircut. I know we're in a pandemic. Also, you know, a couple months ago, I offered to take me at a haircut. And know, you said, and no, I, said I, I wanted, wanted to be, be there. there. But now all of a sudden, the, pa- the haircut's off? What do you mean? You're like, never again? No more haircuts? Well, when we can't get a haircut. But what unless- I'm saying to you now is that I am allowing the uh, haircut to occur it- or if you I, could. If I'm off, great. If I'm not off, do it. Well, no. The point is that the like just like just to that length, like the, just so it's like above his eye. The kids' haircutting place only allows one parent to come. That's the thing. Great. Then I think it should be you. No, I think it should be you because you obviously be you. have strong feelings about this. Well, I don't want to get a haircut. I want to be like telling the barber or hairstylist to, you know, do X, Y, and Z, and then I and then I take them home, and you're like, what did you do? Yeah, but what if I do that and you say, what did you do? Honey, if his hair can be down mm-hmm. without it being literally over his eyeballs, mm. we're good. Mm. All right. Well, I'll think about it. Okay. We've, we've reached the bake-off portion of the pod. Bake. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. Um, I just wanted to call in because the person just wrote in about um, not having anyone to talk to Bake Off about, and I feel very, very similar. Um, the only people who I know that watch it are you guys, if I can consider that I know you. Um, and so a delight in my week after watching the episode is listening to the podcast called The Bake Down. I went through so many bake-off podcasts trying to find one that I really, really liked. And I think someone mentioned this one a while back on your guys' podcast. Um, and it took me forever to find it, but it's hosted by two previous contestants. And this season, they have been bringing in an additional previous contestant for every episode. And it's just so lovely just because they are exactly who what we love about Bake Off. They're so kind and so generous and they really do give a perspective because I've been feeling the same way. Like everyone's not really good this year and what's going on. Um, But they really kind of give you a behind the scenes look of, you know, what, what was the challenge that was written to the contestants and um, trying to understand better, like where the contestants are coming from and why they're, 
just seemingly not doing so well. So anyways, highly recommend the Bake Down for other Bake Off fans down out there. Um, And thank you guys for having this portion of your podcast because I really look forward to it. This is Jennifer in Fremont, California, 1,800 square feet with a husband, two toddler girls, four and almost three, and a small old lady rescue dog that is 13 years old. Aww. Uh, The bake down, I'd like, I I really, if I hope they bring someone in from this season, Mm -hmm. because I just need to know what the hell's going on. They probably will. Don't you think? Have you listened to the show? No. Me neither. You know what? I can't download a podcast again until November 14th. Oh, God. (laughs) It's crazy. I think I might just restore my iPhone and wipe it completely and just use my old, my, my Apple, my other Apple ID and just use it for everything and then just sort of rebuy the gajillions of things I've purchased over the years. That seems like a bad idea. Like, if I happen to, like, come upon it and go, I want to listen to this. Mm, I see. You could listen on your computer. To what? Anything. No, I can't. What do you mean? Songs I've purchased from Apple. I'm talking about podcasts. I, I need the, I need the, um, I need the password. You can't even, can't you don't even have listen. them, you don't have them on your computer? I do, they're downloaded, but they're authorized. Oh, you have to be authorized. So annoying fucking crazy see this is this is when i like having spotify i i have apple music oh no i don't i don't remember the password (laughs) you're too locked into apple no i'm not everything's terrible (laughs) all right what's next um all right this is from mary myra i know her that's my mom. Hi, Matt and Dory. Just wanted to put in my two cents about the Great British Baking Show as I binged watch from 2019 and back to the beginning. I agree with you both that this team of 2020 bakers doesn't seem as good as the others, but I also agree that these people have to deal with something the other baker, the others never had to, a stinking pandemic. Not only are they <laughs> under pressure to bake well, but they are separated from their families, my which has to be causing so much stress. All I know is I miss you all and really hope this virus goes away soon so we can see each other in person again. Hugs to all. Love ya, mom slash Mary. Mom, uh, yeah, we'll see you again. I don't need, you know, don't don't worry. Don't sky is fall. No, she just said it goes away soon. Me too. Unless... It doesn't go away soon. And then we just have to travel in tubes everywhere. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Um, Thank you, Mary. Mom, I'm surprised we miss you, you watched too. all of the bake up. Like, did you make dad watch it too? She's retired now. I can't imagine She's dad uh, enjoyed it. Well, it's not like we watch shows together except for bake off. I know, but like I can't imagine my father watching Bake Off. Mm. <laughs> I'm like thinking about it right now. I'm like, can't wrap my head around what he would think of Noel. Mm. He might like really like Noel mm-hmm. or really hate Noel. Mm. Noel is polarizing for my father, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, this is from Lucy. She says, I never had a Zune. My first MP3 player was a purple one from Sony 
that started falling apart as soon as the warranty expired, but my player was the giant 160-gig iPod, which sadly suffered the click of death several years ago. I synced it with my computer. None of this fancy-schmancy Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. I have a smaller one, but it's just not the same. The boyfriend and I finally tried Great British Baking Show, and it's amazing. We're into the second season now, and so far nothing has topped the blood spilled in the first season. I can't wait to get to the terrible busts in the current season. <laughs> Lucy living in 2,100 square feet in Indiana with one boyfriend and four cats. Four cats. Four cats. Lucy, do you ever bake for your cats? Oh, interesting do you question. Ever, do you ever bake for your cats? <laughs> I've never baked for Bo. I could bake him some biscuits. That's true. That dog, that doggy daycare, doggy daycare. Well, the doggy daycare has baked treats for Bo. They do. I've never gotten him one. Me neither. Oh. oh, is that why he's been sad? He he's has like, been sad. You never got me. Well, you know why I think he might be have been sad lately is because we've been really inconsistent with his pills. So oh. I've been I've been trying to give him his pills. I thought it was that we shut down him getting so many table scraps. Well, and we stopped. <laughs> that, we shut that down I was him like, getting him to no, so he's many so sad scraps. about that now. But I'm trying to be more consistent with the pills. So the last few days, he's gotten pills every day. Guys, turns out I'm really into Legos now. This is like Matt's thing. Well, I'm like, I kind of want to buy that Disney World castle set. But then I'm like, Why I don't, don't, how much was that set when it came out? Because it's $510 now. Oh, my God. Why don't you buy a new set when you finish one? Then you can buy a new Let one. Let me get back in there. Uh, okay, we have one more voicemail. Let's hear it. My name is Lauren, and I'm a long-time listener to the pod, and I had to call in when Matt put the call out for weighing in and including the number of hot dogs you've eaten last year. Um, due to the pandemic, my husband and I uh, moved out of our apartment, and our landlord raised the rent. Who does that in the middle of a pandemic? And now we are living with my in-laws who are incredible humans, um, but they eat a lot of hot dogs. And I would say pre-moving in with them, I probably averaged three hot dogs a year, you know, like <laughs> when I'm camping over the fire or something. And I probably had 10 hot dogs in the last two months since living with them. And I, you know, that has probably affected my weight in some way, but his quarantine. Um, anyway, I just was laughing when, when he put in that request, and I thought I would oblige. Um, I really appreciate the podcast. I We are not currently doing IVF, but I have a genetic disorder that means I will probably need to do it in the future when we want to have kids, and it's just been really good to you know hear from all the listeners and learn a little bit about it uh, from people going through the process. So thanks for all you do. Uh, good luck. Give Bo some scratches on the head for me. He seems like a really good pup. Thank you. She's the she's Yes, the one she's who, the one who this, yes. we finally got the also, answer. Also, I apologize for what oh. is probably terrible audio. I work on podcasts, and I'm currently calling you from my car, Bluetooth. So this is probably horrid, and I apologize for that. I've heard worse. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, we've recorded worse sounding audio, so don't feel bad. Um, you know, it's funny as I watched a hot dog maker review today on on the YouTube, mm-hmm. and I was I really thought to myself like, 
who is this for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's like, I need a faster way to make hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody? No? Okay. <laughs> All right, everyone. That does it for today's episode of Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. Oh, should we talk about Bake Off? What, this past week's? Oh. Well. Uh, look. Spoilers if you haven't watched it. Look, I, no, we can be vague. And like, I was like, I was surprised at who went home. I was too. Um, I was sad about it. I think a lot of people were. And, uh, but I think it was, it was good for him to get out now. You revealed the sex of the person who went home. It was good for them to get out now. <laughs> Cause I think they were four weeks away from cheating on their wife with Lottie. Oh, thank you everybody wow. tune in next week find out what i was talking about all right okay bye everyone <laughs> wait no don't we have to say thank you no because it was the the timing oh, of it That's yeah right. so we don't have all right everybody next month's names yet we'll see you next week bye bye